0: Welcome to Q's Podcast. This is your host Q of Q's Corner Podcast and I'm trying to muster up the energy, the same energy I just had. You see the funny story is that I just just recorded a complete podcast episode, right? And I realized after editing that I had my microphones turned on on my computer versus the one that I'm speaking in now and my audio was completely terrible. And I'm a bit heated because I have to re-record an entire podcast again. But seeing as though, it's my passion and I love to do it. Here I am and here you are. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We're going to go over a couple of segments. Uh, The first one that I'm going to make a part of every podcast and that is positive affirmations. Uh, Advice from a big brother's point of view. So the first thing I just want to speak to everyone and say is that your mistakes do not define you You are not your past and you know the good thing about this life is that though we're unable to rewrite history Every day is a new page for a new history So you know more often times than not we as people tend to uh, look back on our history And it kind of refines or defines us when in actuality if you want better for yourself so the steps that you take present day adds to a foundation for a better future and i sincerely believe that because i myself have come from some very um negative spaces you know or situations it's just life you know peaks and valleys but you know you are not your last mistake you your history does not define you all it does is refines you gives you that learning lesson of what not to do moving forward remember baby steps every step in the right direction is the right direction so that concludes uh, positive affirmations for this podcast so the next part of this podcast uh something that stuck out to me on social media recently this past week since the re-release of the podcast in the first episode and, the, and it was a post that said that it was a young lady and she put into her post that you know she finds it difficult or she doesn't understand why a man can't accept her for all that she brings to the table you know whereas she's independent she has her own she's doing her own thing the way that the post's I looked at I immediately looked at the comments to see what it said. Cause I'm sitting here thinking of my own, you know, sense of opinion. And it was a lot of um, people on there who were saying that the brother was insecure. Now I'm gonna to try to attempt to shoot him some bail. In relationships, a man's value is what he brings is able to provide. It's not always money, and I get it. And I'm all for a woman that's progressing and handling her own and building a better quality life by working hard. Hell, if you got your own money, the less you got to spend in mine. I'm all for it. And you have to have your own life with the relationship. It has to be a balance. Everyone has to have their own life. My happiness shouldn't depend on you. Your happiness shouldn't depend on me. But back to the post. And the thing that was alarming to me was that the brother was automatically called insecure or not comfortable within himself and I sat I sat on I was like okay am I tripping but I can see how that can be the the reason I say that to say is that you know we as brothers we're we are not the best communicators especially with our feelings or what we're thinking we're taught to just do to handle it and deal with it suck it up deal with it And to move forward We're not necessarily in touch with how we feel about things Because, you know, since the dawn of time You know, it's not necessarily masculine to do that Now, granted, there's a caveat to that Because that's unhealthy You know, it's a lot of brothers and sisters Walking around with mental issues Because we hold so much shit in or stuff in I'm trying to stop cursing and make it a, a PG podcast But it is what it is moving forward we hold so many things in we internalize a lot and the stress kills us on top of the food that we eat and all kinds of stuff that's going on about in the world but you know i think the greatest tool is the ability to communicate you know with anyone you know i have people that i can talk to you know not about the most deepest things but surface things you know what i mean sometimes you just got to get it out get it out But back to the point, you know, that brother may be willing to accept that woman and build with her. Hell, that's what I want. I think that's what every man wants. But when it comes to relationships, relationships, I feel, is more so for the woman. Because men are taught to be alone. Like, we are comfortable being alone. Now, granted, it's some brothers out there that need, you know, women to be around or are afraid to be by themselves or to face themselves. But, you know, we get into these relationships because they become your partner, your best friend, and you grow together. But I feel like I'm losing my, my train of thought. But getting back to the point, you know, for that specific situation, you know, I feel like that brother should communicate If if, if she means as much to him. As he lets on, then he should communicate. You know, but oftentimes not like whenever we first meet somebody, and we are guilty of this, we put on this facade, we give you our Superman self. You know, we put our best foot forward. And then as time progresses, we get complacent. And you know, once that complacency sits in, we got you and that's when the real you comes out. I tell every woman that I'm seriously involved with, don't judge me off what I'm doing now. <laughs> if you want a serious ideal of me, see me three months later. Because it's natural complacency, routine, especially with us. I'm not purposely meaning to separate men and women, but I can only speak from a man's perspective. So I'm placing emphasis, you know men we are very routine creatures we wake up do the same thing over and over we can go to the restaurant and order the same thing off the menu if we like it comfortability and routine you know variety only varieties with women you know our our taste in women not in as in just women but just our different variety and things that we like about Different women That's the only thing we want variety yo. But You know um, Back to the point again I hate that I keep rambling but you get my point I feel like Aside from What a person can bring to you I'm a firm and avid believer That any relationship That stem and built off Of the solid foundation of friendship Be friends first I do that, and I don't believe in placing titles on things for the simple fact that it, once you place a title, it breeds expectation. And it sets boundaries of what you're supposed to do. When in essence, if you have somebody that you're down with, that you genuinely care about, you know, you will continuously put that foot forward. Like I always say, you do more in like than you do in love. Am I right? Like when you're dating, court, in the honeymoon stage, you know, you're doing more for the person because you like this person. Love is a fine line where it can be comfortability, where you can relax and take that person for granted because, oh, they love you, versus that fear of loss. Because love is a drug, and sometimes not the most euphoric drug. Love can take, love can take you to depths where you lose yourself. You become so, so submerged in this situation that you lose your sense of identity, your sense of character. You can look in the mirror and don't even see yourself. Sometimes it's a good way. you're like, oh man, since I got with this person, I became so much better. Or you can be in this space where you don't even know who you are. So back to the post. I hope I'm just shooting off random streams of consciousness, but with that post, for the young lady who posted that, I would firmly recommend that instead of disregarding, I would encourage that person to communicate about how they feel about it and create a safe space where you're listening with the intent to understand versus being on the defense or listening with the intention to respond to validate your your righteousness in the conversation. You know, half the time conversations stem from the person listening to themselves say it and then they'll saying, oh light bulb goes off but communication is key I'm very avid with communication uh, like I used to have this thing with the ex and her and I let's call her Melody Melody I met Melody and we were together and you know um I had this rule, I was like, if there's anything that bothers you, let's talk about it and squash it so I can understand. The more that I understand, the less I piss you off. And I want to be able to do the same thing with you. And we should have an agreement where we don't become defensive, right? Like I could come in every day from work and the hamper would be sitting right there and I'll take my shirt off and I toss it on the floor right beside it. So it's not even necessarily realizing it. It's just like, I've been doing it. I'm stripping down. I'm, I'm done from work. Get, the, get out of these clothes. But if Melody comes and tells me, like, Matt, every day you set your shirt, like, two, a foot from the hamper, can you just drop it in the hamper? It really hurts me. Okay, babe. I got it. I'm going to work on it. Just like I always say, or not that I say it, but I've read it and I've heard it numerous times people can apologize to you because it's easy. Apologize. 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 Like, it literally takes a second to do it. You know, I'm sorry. will not happen the end. <laughs> Less than three seconds to do it. And what you're doing to that person that you're telling this to is acknowledging that you're wrong, but you're placing a band-aid. It's like a response. Like, you ever meet somebody... And they say, hey, my name is John. What's your name? My name is Jim. And then you immediately forget their name. Like, fuck, what was her name again? Because you were so focused on, like, the next thing or the next phase of the conversation that you didn't even take the time to listen. Like, some, some people who apologize can be perceived to be narcissists in that way. Like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm told that I'm wrong. I apologize and move forward when, when that's completely wrong It's a slap in the face to your partner To your friendship, to whomever The best form of apology is Change behavior Or talking about it And you all both getting on the same page As to why it happened in Saturday I get it brothers, I get it We don't like talking But I'm telling you <laughs> I'm telling you from experience Talking and having a Five minute conversation 5 to 10, where we're doing, like, two minutes of talking, and they're doing, like, 12 of it, <laughs> it saves so much, it saves so much heartache, or, you know, you both laying in bed, and you got your backs facing the opposite way, and then y'all go to bed mad, and wake up, and, you know, that elephant in the room is just following y'all around the house, like, hmm, look at this here, like, with a with a camera set, like, look at these crazy motherfuckers, like, <laughs> But if we squash you squash it the, at the forefront, like, eventually your partner is going to learn you. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm just going off of my experiences and I study people. Um, but I just hope that the message that I just conveyed kind of hits home. All together, communication is a, is a foundation of your situation. And I ain't even mean for that to run, but it's the foundation for your situation to grow. Friendship you ain't gonna fuck over your friend. Why would you fuck over your lover? And half the time it's another thing I gotta talk about man. why do and this is for both men and women why are y'all so in a rush to impress your friends over your lover when in actuality, more often times than not, your lover is the realest one on your team because they know your situation. They know you, not your facade. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a firm believer that I think it's me being a Scorpio and I'm very quiet and I'm extremely observant and analytical. Like, I watch people. I watch their circle. I watch how they interact. I'm a firm believer in birds of a feather flock together you know what i mean not to the extreme where y'all are completely identical but it's some similarities there y'all relate to it some way or somehow or you just ain't. you just trying to fit in which is even faker but i don't understand how you can have loyalty to a friend over your lover let that marinate real quick everything starts in the house I think that is it about that post, but it's just strictly communicate versus just brushing them off. If the brother don't want to talk, then you're completely justified, but if that safe space isn't created for communication to happen, then it won't work. The next thing, Lord, ladies, 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 I promise you, I'm not coming from a judgmental space. I promise you I'm not. It's just a perspective, okay? You have a free reign. When I look at your post and I see whatever, just understand, I was taught that if there's not anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Therefore, I don't say anything at all. Hell, I, don't, I, I rarely like stuff anyway. But anyway, the point that I'm making is that um, social media has become such a a mainstay towards the perception of who you are, that it's really damaging some of y'all. And I say that, you know, and I get the common answer, well what I post on social media doesn't always reflect me. That may be the case. But more often than not, that is you. Like I I see it's a young lady that I follow on Facebook. Hang on, young ladies, a few, hell, it's like 10, 15 of them. Thank God for the mute button because every day I'm hitting the mute and eventually I'm following. But it's just negativity, you know. um, You know, they want a man so bad that they will put themselves in in his light and then the homegirls will come or some random chicks that come comment under it yeah girl i know that's right da 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 i'm gonna just be frank it's always the ones that's not attractive that are saying these types of things or who are washed up like washed it's never the the attractive ones i'll say that and that it's it's an ugly thing to say that but it's the truth like I've never really seen, <clears throat> other than like your little post here and there, attracting women, putting posts up like that. I'm just saying, I just had to put that out there because I see it and it annoys me. Like, you think a man want to be around that? That craziness you post? I mean, come on, come on, baby. No, 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 no. To say what you gonna put in if I get in a relationship with you what kind of business you gonna put out there Mm-mm. I used to have this rule where <laughs> shit was shallow I said I'll never I'll never be with someone who you know a young lady who has over a thousand followers on Instagram when that shit don't even matter man it's just about what you post because I look at it from myself you if we're together you're a reflection of me Period I'm a reflection of you You think I want to be represented by something like that? It's not strictly Appearance It's just like what you post Like BS You know Man bashing Or You know Memes that are just like Nonsense Oh, Hell no Cause that's my perception I don't know you like that To the point where it's like Do I want to get involved in that? Hell no but that's just me. I may be the only person who just thinks that way, but I just had to get off that get that off my chest. Yeah, I'm gonna take a quick break and I'm gonna come back with a story. something that happened in recent weeks. I had to consult my muse about this and she gave me some uh, advice. <laughs> but I, I had an entanglement. And it was like a I I legit felt like uh, August, and I was Jada. All right, quick little break. I'll be right back with the story. All right, story time with Q, entitled Entanglement. Okay, (laughs) it was a young lady that I met via DM. Uh, Let's call her Keisha. Keisha's married, two kids, unhappy in her situation. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's a normal thing. I have, um, I receive DMs from women. I wouldn't say like it blows up, but, you know, here and there. And here and there, some of them, I'd say about maybe 30, 40% of them are married women or in a relationship one. But anywho, Keisha was in my DMs one day. And Keisha is fine as hell, in my eyes. Uh, she had to be 5'8", pretty brown skin, beautiful face. And just like a, she looked like a, I don't know, she had like a Native American look to her. Anywho. Her sister was fine, so you know if you follow me on social media, you know I post stories here and there. So we got to conversing, and you know I knew she was married because she put up a post a while back, but the husband wasn't on there or on social media. Just had some, <laughs> I just had some ginger ale just trying to come back up, but anywho, I remember back when we first started communicating. I went to her page and her husband wasn't there anymore. Well, telltale sign. So she must be in the process of getting a divorce. But I didn't even think that deep into it. So in the initial conversation stemmed from, uh, hey, how you doing? Where you from? To phone conversations. And it was just cool. You know, uh, I could call her whenever she called me whenever. <clears throat> Eventually, as you talk to somebody, they become a part of your day, and you know you grow a bond or a closeness to them. And uh, lo and behold, you know you develop something for them, an affinity for them. Um, every time I would post something on social media, she was like always the first one to look at it. Like it was, it was, it was weird, but it was flattering. It was almost like she had a, a, a notice. Or notification whenever I posted something but she's always looking um, always commenting a few days ago you know I posted and you know I knew she was working through her situation or still married which is why i never talked to a married woman one I'm wrong for doing that but from my eyes you know why should I respect their marriage if she doesn't my loyalty is to her Kind of a messed up way to look at it But You know uh, God has his way of showing you, showing you Things through different situations And they all gonna come together As I'm rambling on But um, A couple days go by And I check Like oh so so I ain't seen my story in a minute <clears throat> So I go to check her profile Profile not there Okay <laughs> That's weird She's been on social media since for as long as I can remember. So, you know, with me knowing this, I'm not gonna reach out and say, "Hey, did you block me?" You know what I mean? Like make it look like I'm just scoping her page like that. But, you know, in actuality, I was. But um, so I sat and I thought about it, and I reached out to Muse. You're gonna you're gonna hear Muse often. Shout out to Muse. Quick little break. She encouraged me to restart this podcast. And, you know, she talked me out of my head by, you know, talking into the microphone and expressing my talents that she says that I have. But anywho, you know, I hit her. I'm like, what does this mean? What what could have possibly happened? Am I blocked or did she deactivate her account? She blocked me. So I was kind of confused because... We were, like, real close. I mean, like, really, really close. So I hit Muse. I'm like, what does it mean? She was like, well, it's either two things. Either she got caught talking by her husband, or she blocked you because she doesn't want to get caught. So I thought even deeper. I was like, well... My arrogant ass, I'm not arrogant, I'm just very confident. Like, maybe she blocked me because she couldn't stop thinking about me, or it was just, (laughs) my mind was all over the place that day, Um, but long story short, you should never, you should buy something that appreciates with value and rent something that depreciates in value. I say that to say, uh, me knowing that situation wasn't going anywhere based off of where she was and her status and marital status, I shouldn't have uh, entertained it because it wasn't going anywhere. But it was just a thrill, like it was just like a validation on my own personal uh, self-esteem that you know it taught me a lesson. So. And it makes me think because I say that, I bring that story up because I feel like the ideal or traditional ideal of marriage is kind of slowly fading away. Because for a person like myself who sees this, like what gives, what makes me so special that my own wife, that I would potentially marry, wouldn't do that? Because I'd go crazy. Ain't no telling what happened. I hope she's well. You know, shout out to you, Keisha. Hope you, well, you're probably going to hear about this, but, or read between the lines, but, yeah. Like, why? And I thought about, I was like, well, what does a man gain from marriage? I'm not going to answer that now. I'll save that for another podcast, which is marriage in general. But, you know, um, I'm just going to wrap this up. the simple fact that as I said previously I recorded a whole podcast and then realized that it was recorded on the wrong audio system and our brother's got to work in the morning so um, I thank you all for tuning in for this draft I promise you next week's show will be a lot more structured. but um, I hope that you pick up some type of gems from this and um to leave you all on a good tip be the change that you want to see into the world and be patient with people don't be quick to judge all right peace and love spread love not germs that's my word q's corner podcast we out